0: Okay, Chloe, um, I've interviewed you before, two years ago, and here I I am again in La Papette, um, where you were based. Um, Firstly, could you tell me, after I interviewed you before... You then went to Africa yeah. in the bus mm-hmm. that you have with your husband Felix and your children. Yeah. Can you tell me about your adventure and why you went there? Okay, please?
1: so been when we decided to leave for Africa, uh, we wanted to, because we, set, we settled down in Papet for three years, so we are nomads, so after three years we settled down somewhere. It was nice because it was an artistic project and we really believe in it, but we need to take the road again. So we decided to go to Senegal. That's why uh, we prepared our bus again and we left in January 2020, just before the the bullshit Covid bullshit. <laughs> And uh, when we left, so we, we spent one month in Morocco. Well, we traveled always slowly, slowly. We know we no rush every time. So we stopped in the south of Spain. And then we went to Morocco for one month and we went down to Mauritania. And uh, at the Mauritanian border, there was a problem on the passport of Felix. So they didn't let us go through the Mauritanian border. So we stayed two days in the no man's land and they were praying the, the the border to let us go, but finally they didn't. So we went back, and one week after, the international border was closed for COVID. So actually it was quite lucky we were, we were stuck in Morocco and not in Mauritania, because Mauritania is not an easy place to be stuck. Why we left, yeah, was this. this, this, this we really need to, to, to find ourselves as a family again after being living for three years in a collective. And it's to resource, to, to find new energy, and then we like to travel.
0: And then what did you do on your journey? What was your daily activity? My
1: daily activity. But mm, me. I love to get in contact with people, so every time we stop somewhere, I pull off all my juggling stuff. I start to train, and the kids come to me. so I do the, in an in informal way I do like um, juggling, juggling um, stage or juggling how you say it, uh, well, courses. Perform- Perform- courses courses and performance because they do performance, but they want to learn, and I like to transmit to to give these uh, uh, the skill of juggling because it's something that helped me very much in my life to get out of uh, lots of trouble and so I think maybe they can help these kids too. Then the second thing I love to do is go with a, wom- with a woman because in Arabian country sometimes it's difficult to get really in contact with them so what I love me, I love to sing so I stay with a barbarian woman and ask them to, to learn me barbarian song so they are ver- They are really. Um, they are. They have lots of fun when they see a European girl singing in a proper way, like Berberian song.
0: So, um, what is the name of these women? What do you say,
1: Berberian? B- b- I don't know if it's the good wa- word for English, but it's a Berbere, Berber. So, is the local people that was there before the Arabian invasion? So, is really the, the tribal people from Morocco? There is the Sarawa, Sarawi, donc from Sahara, the Tuareg, and there is the Berberian before the Arabian invasion, the, Mus- the Muslim invasion, voilà. so they have a very different culture, more colourful, the woman has, has much more power in, inside the house, and it's more colourful, yeah, it's very different.
0: And you were there six months?
1: We were there six months away because uh, we were stuck, we couldn't go back because there was no boat and the border was closed, but was for us was a chance to be stuck there actually.
0: Um, and then, uh, so you were, you, were, you were talking with the women and practicing uh, and, uh, and what was your husband Felix doing?
1: Yeah, Felix was more into going with the men and do some mechanician stuff and uh, he get more bored than me, but <laughs> I think so. But then, you know, it's the everyday life when, we, when you travel, uh, we stop and then making food. Felix loved to walk, so he used to take uh, the kids and all alone and go and make, you know, big walk in the mountain or in the desert or everywhere. He liked to walk.
0: And did your children enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I think so. It was a big experience for them. Sometimes I remember when we were, uh, because family, they invite you. They are really, the much hospitality. Um, uh, And so they, they love kids, as all the Mediterranean community and... And stuff, no. So the kids were uh, was funny because first they tried to dress up as as a barbarian. So we were all dressed up like uh, local people, and then they wanted to convert us to Muslim. <laughs> so once every day they tried to make us say the form, the formula, allah, Akbar. That is, uh, you know, I believe in in God and Allah, Allah is the and Mohammed. You know, it's the formula to, 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 to make us Muslim. And the girls so learn the, the priest, the prayer. The, yes, for Quran. Yeah, they learn, uh, you know, uh, with them, they learn many words. But kids are very easy to, they play with each other and they learn each other many things, that, that's
0: nice. So how long have you been with the Socules here for the collective?
1: Uh, hello. Here is not just Circulé. here is many other, many artists and many people that we, get, we met each other on, on electronic rave festival, uh, rave party, and on the road. We were all travelers. And between all these people, there are different artists. So it's like a collective of different artists. Between these different artists, a part of them create Collective Circulé, Compagnie Circulé. That company circule is a professional way of do what we always <laughs> did before, but in a professional way.
0: Fantastic. With the circus, I thinking. You did mention that you were thinking about leaving at one point. Yeah. Why was this?
1: Um, when I saw you last time, I was not. I was. I was not thinking to leave yet. Uh, I was really into the project of company circule because it was my dream. You know, to build up a professional company uh, and to sell my show and to live of to and to live of to work and live of what I love to do. But at one point, I understand that I wasn't too much into these professional things, and COVID made me understand the all these professional network was kind. No, it was kind of bullshit, but. Um, we were stopped, everyone was stopped for one year and a half and we we keep on doing alternative things into underground movement and make me so understand that I choose this life for one reason and uh, it was really important to keep in this direction more than to try to sell my show in a very business way.
0: And you said it's important to you to be autonomous.
1: Yeah. When we were not in Papet, when we were in Morocco, and the first lockdown came, here people I have you know friends write us and say here we are fine. Uh, they were like there was like 50 people living in Papet at the time. There was people from inside and people from outside, and we keep them because in this hard time you don't say to someone to go away. And they really le- lived a very special moment. I think uh, they work very much on the place. Uh, And we create like an autonomous village. So if you are inside, you didn't even feel that outside all this craziness was going around. Yeah, so this for me, make me understand even more that our project now in this time have even more sense and that being autonomous now is a really important mission. Like we have to be really able to don't depend on big supermarket and make an, our own food, make our own education with kids, um, be autonomous with electricity, with water, all that, because um, we see the, this this uncertain time make us understand that they try to control everything through uh, credit card, um, pass, green pass, and go to work for someone else to buy your food to the supermarket while you can work for yourself and make your own food <laughs> it's not that much easier
0: so it isn't just about working as a profession here as a performer it's also about being a community and being self-sufficient it's, yeah it's about the whole life
1: was two dif- two different things company Circule for me was like try to be professional and do what i, I like with the circus the collective la papette What we try to create here is a real, real way of living. It's two different
0: things. And then you were trying to, you've been in your bus for 13 years, you said, living in it.
1: 12, 13 now, yeah.
0: And also there are some houses here. So you lived in a house here, up above for a bit.
1: Because when we arrived and when we we occupied this place, uh, Mia was pregnant. So there was not enough place in the bus for all of us. So uh, we decided to take the com- one house was in the place and to ma- to rebuild it and to live there for a couple of years while we were preparing the bus. But then house is is crazy because when you st- when you start to live in a house, it sucks you <laughs> and you start to accumulate things you don't need. <laughs> uh, and so after after three years, I say fuck! Three years are passed already. Let's go back to the bus. <laughs>
0: So you live in the bus now and you went to Africa in it. Yeah. And then you were also hoping to build here on yeah. the other side of a river.
1: We wanted to build our own small little wooden house. I mean something that is made from our own hands and is a tiny place for us. We don't need a big house. Big house is just for accumulating things. I've seen it with my family. They, they, my mother used to have a big house and she was cleaning the house all, all day. She was like kind of prisoner of or, uh, or, uh, comfort. And we don't need all that. We need just, you know, enough for us.
0: And then will you get permission to build the house?
1: No, the house is gonna been complicated. So we built up the house. We, we had almost finished the outside structure. And then one neighbor, complained to the mayor, so we had to build it down. But now we try to find other solution, anyway.
0: <laughs> Fantastic, and then now that the restrictions are, are less now, um, you'll be performing next year, and what what are your plans for the future?
1: Okay, the last two years were really hard, so we didn't play much, everything was canceled, but so we decided to set up the, the big top here in Pap- Papet and organize uh, independent events. Uh, fortunately, my fire show because it's out outside show and until now no one asked me about green pass because I'm not gonna fucking put anything in my vein that uh, the, I don't like and, and it's not just because I'm afraid that this green this vaccination ill me, but because I don't want to uh, put my heads down, you know. I don't want to, uh, yeah. I. You don't uh, want
0: to give in. You want to be independent.
1: Uh, yeah, and I know. Um, I I understand that all this business is not about healthy, it's about control. So, voila. <laughs> but so next year with my fire show, fortunately we have been selected to, uh, because to a big. Um, like we're gonna turn quite a lot because we've been selected for as between 300 show, they select 10 show and the fire show was in. So we are really proud because we come from underground, but still we we demonstrate to everyone that from underground come good things.
0: And where will this show be?
1: It should be all around uh, Nouvelle Aquitaine, this region.
0: Congratulations.
1: well, wow. we play also outside, but this year I think we will have many, many gigs uh, around lucky You
0: also, also, you said you would go to Portugal too?
1: Yeah, but Portugal is more... We cannot say that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but we, we're going to go to Portugal, but to organize more um, independent rave party, like free party. Mm.
0: And is there anything you would like to add, which I haven't asked you? Mm. at all? Any any message you have about life in general?
1: Is mm. <laughs> the hard question, this one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anything that you have learned in the last two years since I last met you?
1: Mm. Anything I've learned. Nothing too much, don't think too much, don't think too much.
0: Um. <laughs> Is there anything you learnt about...
1: There is something I say to my, my last, because I make a music group. So, voila, this is a new project that is called Electromagma. Magma. And this COVID time make, let me the time to think. And if I want to change, if I want to do something different. And I always love music and singing. So I found a guy with, with, with who I'm doing this new project. And we made one song that is called Underground. And in this song we say, um, we say, there is no hope. The only escape is underground. (laughs) And I think it's a good message to pass now.
0: And you will make more music in the future?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The project just started, and it's going very, very well. We record uh, our first demo uh, in Spain and now it's going to uh, Rome in Italy. Someone is making the mixing and the mastering and it's very nice because it's welding lots of people of our network. Uh, with this project, fantastic, and so I feel this support and make me strong. And what make kind of music is it? It's tripop electro tripop.
0: Okay, and then we will put an address for your SoundCloud where people can listen.
1: Yeah, please. <laughs>